This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Panther Nation Podcast. Yeah. Let's go. Huh. Yeah. Oh, cut it. Cut right. And I would like to introduce one of the hottest podcasts in Carolina history. Let's go. Oh, 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 you Stop, let's check. We got time to chop it up. Talking analytics and fantasy draft, you know what's up. Panther Nation representing, cause this is where we talk that. Talk that's so incredible, make them rewind that talk back. Pause. Talking Panthers football, we discussing it all. On and off the field, you know exactly who to call. You know we the number one podcast. Competition is non-existent, you need to stop that. Pause. It's an honor to be a Panther fan, Paul. At Bank of America, that is where we ball. Coming to the jungle, then you gonna feel the pause. Winning the trophy for the city, it is a call. Black and white and blue, we going Carolina strong. And this is the conversation where everyone belongs. Discussing all the numbers and topics, you know we got it. We the hottest podcast, and we popping. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's cracking? It's your boy Rashad. It's your boy Dave in the building. What's good? Dave, what's cracking with you, man? Look, man, I got one more day here. My voice is still shot, but I'm a little bit better than before. Yeah, your voice sounds uh, terrible, bro. <clears throat> it was worse on Saturday. And that was before the game. But nah, you can blame Jiho. You can blame a lot of things that's been going on. But I'm here. I'm, I'm down in South Carolina, about to fly back home tomorrow. So we'll give y'all a quick episode of PNP, because y'all saw what I saw, so I know what y'all want to talk about. Facts. Facts. Before we get into that, man, let's recap G-Ho real quick. Greatest homecoming on earth. Uh, Dave, man, had a blast. Talk about it. Yes, yeah, so my G-Ho starts on Thursday, so I have a lot of alumni meetings I got to go to Thursday and Friday. Didn't really party that much. Um, cookout, yo, Saturday was insane. Saturday was insanity. Um, you know, I went to a bunch of donor events. Those are my parties, man. It was like, you know, wine, you know, bunch of wine, bunch of cheese. And went to the top of the tea. You know what I'm saying? We swag surfed for fireworks, which was pretty dope. Um, but overall, good homecoming overall. Probably the largest one I've been to by far. I guess they had over 80,000 people there. So that's insane, bruh. Yeah. Um, but overall, you know, good, good trip. If you never experienced a, a North Carolina ANT homecoming, the greatest homecoming on earth, you need to. And if your biases is getting in the way, shame on you. But yeah, we're always G-O, at the point G- where we're going to be like a, we're always at the point where we're like Atlanta. We'd be like, we don't want y'all to come here. Yeah. G-Ho is lit. Um, always good times. Luckily there were no, uh, no incidents, incidents. nothing like None. that. Uh, you know, it was, it was good time. Although at one point it, it got a little ratchet, some folks started running, um, you know, in the plot area, some folks started running, but it was a false alarm, all good, um, good times, good people, man, got to see a lot of good people, and man, I don't know, did you know Jeff, Jeff Owens, Dave? I absolutely knew Jeff. Yeah, man, Yeah, Jeff. man, rest in power to Jeff, bro. Yeah, man, Jeff, Jeff was a good dude, man, and we found out he passed away. Uh, man, good, good cat, man. Uh, so. And he fought a battle, man, because he had he a did. lot of medical challenges at the time. He did. And he and he fought and he fought and he fought, man. But so rest in power to Jeff. Yeah, yeah he was. Shout out to Jeff. Yo, he was known around. 
yeah shout out to jeff man dude was dude was uh always outside man good good cat too i hadn't spoken to him in a long i hadn't seen him in a minute um obviously he was you know battling some issues but man man rest in peace to uh to uh to jeff man that's a good good dude um yeah that's i think that's what you're talking about uh i think that's what you're talking about deontay but yeah good good dude good dude for sure yep um, jeff, jeff owens jeff yeah, owens jeff is his owens. name Cool. Yeah, I, and I, he is collecting donations. I put his joint up if I can find it. Um, but yeah, man, good, good dude, man. Um, but yeah, all right. So Dave, yeah, again, Jiho was great. I had a blast, man. Always good times with the bros. Uh, you know, I didn't do, I did too. It was real low key for me today. This, this Jiho, I didn't do much at all. Uh, well, man, well, no, no, no. We're not gonna do that, man. You took, you took, you took the mantle, sir. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. You took the mantle. The for sure. Yeah, you took that, the that's mantle. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Absolutely, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. You, Vendell, Max, shout out to y'all three, man. Yeah, man. Y'all shout out to all, y'all killed it. Shout out to all the bros. If y'all don't know what Dave was talking about, we had some old frat, really old, pledged back in the 70s. He cooked for us every year on the plot, and he was just getting too old to, to all the – and I see why, trust me, because that that was not easy. Uh, it was, it was, <laughs> that is difficult. I, I was questioning myself about halfway through, why am I even here? Uh, but yeah, we took over and handed over to some younger bros. We old too, but some younger bros. We took over on on the plot, did the cooking, and it was great, man. Great, great time. Uh, good, good stuff. I already booked my yeah. Shout out to the game, uh, the game guy, man. I booked my room for Jiho already. Uh, my room is booked, uh, man. So shout out to the game guy. He said I ain't missing this one. Yeah, good times. Book them rooms, bro. Book them rooms. I hope now. you did because I went to look at them prices after you told me, and I cried. Yeah, they I already charged you five hundred dollars for next year, booked bro. It. Booked it, bro already in there booked it uh, but shout out to chris he says uh hard loss this past sunday but pmp the pmp crew always come uh show me a reason to stay on the prowl and keep pounding appreciate you guys yeah we're gonna, we're gonna try appreciate our best you. this is tough times for panther nation i'm gonna try my best to you know stay on the prowl it, it's tough out here in these streets bro it's tough out here man um but yeah man uh who's who's somebody getting accepted oh shout out to uh oh yeah key hey bro if you get accepted, you know what I mean? When you of age, shots on me, bro. Shout out to shout out to you. Shout out to you, man. Aggie Pride. Even Aggie if you're Pride, not of age. Even oh, even if you're not of age, shots on me. <laughs> Relax, bro. Relax, Dave. Relax. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, shout Look, out to, uh, I've already listen, bro. I didn't even tell you about this part. I've already broke some laws. I got a ticket on my way to Georgia to I, go to the A and T. Bruh. I started on the Twitter. Bruh. I slow down, Dave. Bruh. Man, nah, it was a speed trap. I couldn't confirm the speed trap at that point because I was on my way to Athens. But on the way back, I confirmed that it was a speed trap. That joint went from 40 to 60 in less than a mile, bro. That joint yeah. was terrorizing. So I, I don't know how much the ticket's going to be. Y'all let me know what the Georgia laws are, but we're going to find out. But I got stopped in rural Georgia, man. And let me tell you something. That ain't the business. That ain't, that ain't a fun one. That ain't a fun one. That ain't the no. business. Shout out to the NFL kid real quick. He says, if your team isn't named the Eagles and plays in Durham and wears burgundy and won their homecoming, don't talk to me. Hey, man, shout out to y'all. Y'all got, got a nice squad. Shout out to North Carolina Central University. They all had y'all. Y'all had y'all homecoming at the same time as A&T. And so did South Carolina State. Uh, so shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody that, uh, you know, had their homecoming I, at the same time. I, I already posted my tweet about homecomings. And I'm just going to leave my tweet the way it is. I posted my it, tweet. Yo, it's it's all love, man. Shout out to Central. It's man. love. It's love, but I just love how, you know, they out here talking about we gotta give the name to y'all. We ain't giving y'all nothing. Yeah. 
bro. You should be relax. glad y'all breathing. Y'all should be relax. glad y'all breathing. Relax. Y'all shout talking? Out, still breathing? <laughs> shout out to Central, man. Um, but yeah, man. Y'all got they got a good squad, up. though. They got. They do have a good squad. They got a good squad. They got a good squad. Yeah, they, they, they got a good right squad. Now. They up right now. So shout out, shout out to. Uh, we'll take. We'll get them in basketball. Well, shit, I can't even say no, that after won't. what happened to us last no, we night. Won't. No, well, we won't. we've been the last four. We've been the last four times. Good luck. Shout out to Vendell said they had the, the greatest uh, homecoming in the bowl. No, it's true. That's not me. That, they were out here taking. Me, they, bro. They look they at the shot. They were out here taking pictures. All the Aggies they, coming look, in look, 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 listen, listen. I look. I have no shame to take. Look. Look at, look at, yeah, yeah, look. King Darius said, yeah, Central get little crowd and they try to be different. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, I posted my tweet. Y'all saw my tweet. Y'all follow me on Twitter. I posted my tweet. I saw the difference. We we, we, we see the difference between the homecomings. That's all I needed to see. We good. It's all good, man. Shout out to Central, bro. I'm trying to save them from themselves. But shout out to Central, bro. Y'all, I don't think y'all want the homecoming smoke. Uh, but it is what it is. Y'all got to be up right now. All I'm gonna say is this: Last year they were up to was one million to forty, one million to forty billion. We're not the same. Y'all have a bowl, we have a city, not the same, but it's okay. Enjoy your bowl. I mean, I mean y'all y'all winning right now. It was the piggy bag, yo. That's funny. Shout to Central, man. I don't listen. I don't want no smoke, man. Shout to Central. Anyway, uh, let's 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 keep it moving. Let's keep it moving uh, because we gotta. We got to talk about this game and, and kind of some things that are happening because it's a lot going on with the Panthers right now, um, and it's it's not not good, not good, man. So, um, you know, y'all got to remember, stay on the proud, man. We got to remain optimistic, bro. We got to, we have to, bro. Overcome an obstacle, work hard, love what you do. Remember that. Got to remember that. It is what it is. Remember it in every aspect of life. Um, you know, it is what it is, but you know, we're going to try to, we're going to try to dig through and find some positivity here. Um, but it is what it is. Let's keep it moving, Dave. All right. So we got to talk about this roster movement, man. Um, because there's a lot happening with the roster. A lot, a lot of, a lot is happening, but nothing is happening at the same time. It's a lot of like people typing on computers and making things happen and making phone calls and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's, it's nothing happening. Uh, so we uh, we signed um, Jordan Matthews, tight end Jordan Matthews. If you recall, we we put him on the practice squad. I think last week, um, but now he is uh, signed to the active roster, fifty three man roster. So you know, add this tight end to the list, and they probably did that because Stephon Sullivan is is hurt again. This dude has one good game. He had a good game this week, uh, but then mm-hmm. he is, is disappearing uh, because he has ice on his shoulder. Uh, some, some some kind of shoulder injury. So that's probably why Jordan Matthews is elevated. And, and with that, we uh, also signed Ace Ely to the practice squad and good old Pokemon card trading fraud, Blake Martinez. Uh, Blake Bro, Martinez. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to have to be transparent here. When I saw that we signed Blake Martinez, I had no idea what he did before. Don't know why he left the league. I had no clue. And then all of a sudden, I saw Pokemon. I'm like, what? No yeah. clue what he did. All right. So just to give the backstory behind Blake Martinez, Blake Martinez, I think a seven-year vet in the NFL, had stints with the Packers, the Giants, uh, the Raiders, I believe, at one point. Um, and, uh, yeah, the guy, you know, he's 29 years old. He goes and retires, um, uh, just abruptly retires. Why? Why? Because he found a Pokemon bag, okay? 
he got in his Pokemon bag selling, you know, Pokemon cards on this this uh platform. I, I had no idea what this was. Shout out to all the all the folk getting money on the Pokemon, you know, trading the Pokemon cards, bro, because it's lit right now. This man, he you know, he was doing so well with Pokemon, he was like, yo, I'm gonna go ahead and retire because I can make just as much money, if not more, you know, selling Pokemon cards. It's, I think it was called Bra- uh, Blake's Breaks. I guess when you open Pokemon's cards, it's called breaking them. Don't I'm not the Pokemon guy, so if I'm saying anything wrong, don't shoot the messenger. I don't know what I, I haven't picked up a Pokemon card since I was like probably like 10. So spare me, okay? But he made he did. Shout out to Hollywood Gaming. He made eleven million dollars selling Pokemon cards, bro, on this app. And so he was like, yo, I'm done. And it's a fact. I Hollywood Gaming is not lying. That is a fact. I saw it. I, did, I watched some YouTube, did some YouTube research, uh, cross-checked that with some articles. The man was making money. He was catching them all, all right, and he almost caught a charge. You know what I mean? Because he was frauding folks. He was frauding folks. He was doing some little shady stuff with the cards. His his um, his um company, he, I mean, he had a, one of the biggest uh, selling Pokemon card companies out there, and they got caught uh, doing, doing some shady stuff with the cards. And his uh, his company got suspended from the streaming platform. And now, guess what? He wants to come back to the league. Guess what? Because that Pokemon bag, he can't catch them all no more. So now he's coming back to the league, trying to trying to get his, you know, trying to get some more money uh, to sustain himself. Probably got some lawsuits to pay off, all kind of stuff. I'm no, I don't know it to be true. I'm just talking right now. But you know, he he was making a lot of money on Pokemon cards, and that stream of income is no no longer available to him. So now he's coming back to football. Guess who wants to sign him? Us. Guess who wants to sign him? The Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Panthers. The Carolina Panthers go out there and we sign him to move not one near needle. This ain't moving nothing. This ain't moving a thing. This man is not, I mean, Blake, uh, mid. In the league, he was mid. So... It's not. It's not a good look. I mean, this this is not moving the needle, um, and it is what it is. We signed him to to uh, to a practice. He's on the practice squad right now. I think they said he's practice. He's a veteran, so he could probably get out there and play if he wants to. Uh, but I think Frank Reich said he's not going to do that. He's probably not going to rush him out there. So, Dave, any thoughts on that? The only thing I really care about. I, that was a fina- that was a fascinating story. You know me. I got a gamer. I'm a gamer. I never was a big trading card guy. Like, I didn't play Magic. I didn't play Pokemon trading. My son started getting into the Pokemon side of the fence. But one thing is certain, bro. When I saw that he got signed, I didn't realize that's why he retired. But I also realized that this Panthers franchise let the trade deadline pass. And the best you can do is bring Blake Martinez through the gate. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of, I felt the way about that. Now, with regards to Jordan Matthews, I met Jordan Matthews back when he was a wide receiver for the Eagles. I met him at the Roos Picnic years ago. Cool cat. So I rooted for him. Um, you know, I know why he got converted to tight end. Uh, you know, so it would be interesting if they actually utilize him, if he actually gets a jersey. Because, I mean, I remember one point we wanted to draft him. I know a lot of Panthers fans wanted to draft the kid. So, we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, with, with Blake, I, somebody said in the chat he's not mid, bro. He had, like, two good seasons with the with the Packers. He's he's mid, bro. 
he's mid. You don't go skipping three teams if you're. I mean, if you're not, he's he's a, he's mid, bro. Let's let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. All right. Um. So with that said, man, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Um. And listen, we still got a lot of injuries going on right now. A lot of injuries. So our guy, shout out to Tariq. You know that's our guy. We were waiting for him to come back. We thought it would be close. Uh, Tariq Cohen is on injury reserve. And I'm not sure the the under they don't know they're not selling, saying what the injury is, so I don't know what it is. Nobody has an idea on what that injury but is. Go ahead. They did say it's only a, it's four weeks. It's not for the season. Correct, Dave. That's a great point. I have a, a subsequent slide coming after this because it's really confusing. We've got um, the, I did the numbers and we got now because they, they added somebody else who was not on this are going to be on the slides because they just did it and I didn't get a chance to add it. But with that. We now are tied with the most guys on IR in the league right now with the Giants. Tied. It's crazy, right? It's crazy right now. But Tariq. How many players? 14. You know, you know, you know, it's funny you say that. You know how many players that was on IR when the Panthers started 1-7 in 2004? What's 14. that? 14. Yeah, it's 14. 14 right now. We're, there could be one coming off with Marquise Haynes. We'll talk about that in just a second. Let me get this super chat real quick. Hey, Cash says, we turned down a more offers for Burns. If you walk, somebody got to get fired. I don't care who it is. And if we end up with the top five pick, someone else better be fired. And I, I don't disagree with that, Hey, Cash. It's a great point um, in that. And shout out to you guys correcting me. They're saying this is uh, Tariq's hamstring. Bro, we got it's more hamstring injuries than, you know, I, bro, everybody got a hamstring. Everybody got a hamstring right now. I don't know what it is, bro. I don't know what it is. But anyway, going back to A Cash's point. Uh, yeah, we, we turned down about five offers. There were five teams calling uh, the Carolina Panthers at the trade deadline, and uh, we turned them all down. We turned them all down. They were giving offers. And no, just because somebody offered doesn't mean it's a good offer. I, I, I will give them that. If somebody was throwing you second-round pick, that's an offer technically. That doesn't mean it's a good offer. But going back to last year, of course, um, going back to last year, it was saying that um, it, it was saying that we turned down you know two uh, uh first round picks now that is that's pretty bad yeah you know i mean but we don't know what those offers were so it, it it is what it is there but i wish i i wish i hope that they go ahead and get this deal done uh because you're you were at the end of the day a cash you're right if we don't if we turn down these offers and we're not getting anything back from him that's not a good look that's not a good look at all so um you know it, it is what it is but i, I agree with you a cash uh, real quick, A Cash says uh, most most players on IR at least will lead the league in something. I mean, damn. I mean, yeah. Tied, tied for leading the league. Tied. We're not. We're, we're we're leading the lead in losses too. So I mean, it's all about perspective how you look at it. True too. True that. I mean, you 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 know you 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 got to look at it in, in every spectrum of it. But like I said, man. Like I said earlier, man. We had 14 players on our IR in 2004. We started one and seven, and we were literally one game out from making the playoffs that year. Winning the division, matter of fact. Um, that was the year after the Super Bowl in 2004. Uh, Steve Smith broke his leg in the first game. That was Monday night. And then the injuries started piling up. And then the next thing we know, Jake DeLome pretty much decided to feed the rock to Michelle Muhammad. And they started winning games. They won a string of games. And Michael Vick, and I still think to this day, that was not a touchdown. But they gave him the touchdown anyway. And that was on like, I think that was on a Sunday night game, if I remember correctly. Um, but the bottom line is, is that, the season's kind of over, but it's not. It's not. Um, but the season's going to pretty much be on the line this Thursday night. But with regards to all the injuries here, 
They've already ruled Brian Burns out. Mm-hmm. Um, Tariq Cohen, you know, I'm kind of bummed about that because I thought he was close to coming back. Sucks that he has a setback, but I still think he's going to be able to get back in here in the league. Everybody else, hopefully we'll see somebody play. I don't think Sutherland's going to play. Um, Henderson no. probably not going to play either if he's concussed as well. Yeah, see, they, uh, they already <clears throat> they already ruled out C.J. Henderson and Brian Burns. Okay. Both not playing. I, knew, I heard about Burns. I didn't hear about <laughs> Henderson. Yeah, um, both are not so playing. Chenault, I don't know if he's going to be ready. Now, this is rough, bro. Like, you know, this franchise is a walking injury waiting to happen at this rate. Um, you know, but we have to, like, see, the thing for me, and I keep harping it, we have to not give the Bears a top five pick, guys. It's happening, bro. I've already prepared myself for it. Bro. I don't have my, I don't have my machine with me to press my buttons. And my voice is shot. So my I told y'all ain't going to be that good tonight. But, bro, we cannot give them a top five pick. It can't happen. We got to start taking some wins in. It's happening. Go ahead and, and, uh, and get your mind right. If we, get a, if we give them a top five pick, then we got a clean house. I, I, I kind of agree with that, too. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in that, in that thought process. Listen, we, well, I'll, I'll, I'll save my thoughts for that later. But just to quickly go through the rest of this, like Dave said, Brian Burns, CJ Henderson have both already been ruled out. You get a concussion, you got to go through the protocol. Won't do it in time for Thursday. So they're done. Chanel. Uh, it should be on his way back, but he hasn't started practicing yet. Stephon Sullivan uh, also injured uh, his shoulder. Who knows with him? He's missed a whole lot of time already. And, and Xavier Woods had a thigh injury, just just came back. So I'm not sure what the deal is with him. But we got guys. I don't know what's up with the training staff. Uh, we got to get some, something. Something's got to give. I don't know what's going on. With these, but this is ridiculous. This is just borderline. And, and listen, I did the research, and we'll quickly go to the – Injury reserve list. Let, let me break this injury injury reserve list down because there's ones that are able to return and there's ones not able to return. So the guys that are not going to return this year, Chandler Wooten, it should be Wooten, um, who just put got put on IR. Uh, Frank Wright was talking about him today in a press conference and basically said he is likely, likely that he's not going to come back. So Chandler Wooten is not going to be here. Shaq Thompson, we know, is gone for the season. Brady Kirchison gone for the season. Ian Thomas gone for the season. And Henry Anderson are all these are all guys that are not coming back. So you got five guys that are on the list that are not coming back. Then these are the guys that are, are on injured reserve, but they they can are ineligible to return. Generally, it's a four game thing, but you know it could be more than that. I.e. I. J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn's been he's missed damn near the entire season, um, but he should be returning sometime soon. We hope. Uh, Justin Houston could he's eligible to return. You two go gross matos. Claudin Cherilis. Uh, Jeremy Chen, Marquise Haynes Sr., who was uh, marked as eligible uh, to return. They opened up his – they reactivated his 21-day window. So at any point within 21 days, he he, he started practicing already, but we, they won't really activate him uh, probably this week because it's too short. But maybe next week, I'm assuming, he'll he'll get activated and become a part of 53-man roster. Uh, Giovanni Risi, Tariq Cohen, and then they uh, they just put Luigi on, on a joint. The guy that we just signed a couple of weeks ago. Luigi, mm-hmm. who is not on this list, is also added to this list. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys, plus the five guys on the other slide, 14 guys on IR, which, as you can see, ties um, the uh, uh, the New York Giants. If they haven't added, they may have added somebody, too. 
Um, but I don't know. But as of right now, according to my calculations, it um, we tied for the, the most players on IR in the league with the Giants. It's tough. And so I was looking at, you know, what is are there some kind is there some kind of cap benefit or what is the benefit um, of putting players on IR? And it's really the only benefit is that it it will their base salary still play paid, excuse me, but their bonuses, you know, it's going to cut back on some of the bonuses that they can get uh, some of those incentives. So they won't be able to be eligible to get some of those incentives. Obviously, missing a lot of games, you won't probably hit them. So, that's really the only benefit. I was, I'm trying to figure. I, I don't think I've ever seen Dave talks about that, that year we had 14, but I don't remember seeing this many players going to IR, bro. I've never seen this many players. It's oh, just I do. every week. It was bro, going IR. I just remember. I remember that 2004 season vividly, because I think the big thing that was crazy was that in 04, first game it was Steve Smith on Monday Night Football. And he was gone. Then all of a sudden, you just had a barrage of players that were out, and <clears throat> including players from the offensive line, like across the board. And like we didn't have that here. That person for us this season was Shaq Thompson. That was a sudden injury that happened so early in the year that like, pretty much took them out for the year. So it's so similar because of the record too. I think the only difference is, is that back then we had Jake, we got a rookie, and and. Back then, we didn't have to give away a first-round pick, and this year we have. But they turned the season around. They damn near made the playoffs. Like, they were, like, pretty much a game out, um, you know? So it's just perspective of it all, but it's it's tough. It's tough, Brian. It's tough having all these injuries. Yeah, it, it is tough. It's, it's unfortunate uh, that that's the way things are going uh with the Panthers right now. But yeah, every week it seems like somebody new is on IR and it's not a good look. I'm getting tired of it. Uh like I said, we gotta figure out the, the coaching staff situation or the training staff situation. Something ain't right. There's gotta be some sort of um correlation between what's going on. We I mean yeah, I think Jared said all these teams have losing records. Um that that is a fact, but geez, it's gotta be something something's gotta be going on with this IR situation. Um there's got to be another reason why they're doing it. You just, I, I just haven't seen this many dudes go to IR. It just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, but anyway, um, with that said, we'll we'll keep it moving. Uh, and again, return from injury. Hopefully, we get Marquitain Senior back. Uh, probably not this week. Like I was saying earlier, he's probably going to come back uh, next week. And then Von Bell, who was practicing, did not play in this game. It was a game time decision. They said, no, nah, not this week. I don't know if he's gonna play, man. I probably wouldn't play him Thursday night either, bro. I probably just let that let it rock, man. He might well. We rolling out the practice squad out there uh, on Thursday because ain't nobody eligible to play. It's gonna be elevate all the practice squad dudes. Let them go out there. Let the Bears get a quick quick scrimmage in. You know what I mean? Because that's what we running on Thursday. That's all we doing is running a quick scrimmage on Thursday, bro. Um, the game guy says uh, all they had to do was beat the three of thirteen Saints. Oh no, he's talking about that 04 season. Yeah. That's not true. If we would have beaten the Falcons, we would have been in the driver's seat to win the division. When we lost the Falcons game on primetime television, that pretty much did us in. That kind of eliminated us, so to speak. Cause we yeah. had a way, we got to the point where we had a way to, to get make the playoffs and control our own destiny, even after starting one and seven. But when we lost that primetime game to the Falcons, that ended that. Yeah. 
But all right, uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, real quick, shout out to all the Patreon members. Uh, make sure you have, go to patreon.com forward slash Patreon PC, sign up, come Patreon member real quick. Um, I have a giveaway to do for do. the Atlanta Falcons ticket. And I'm ready. I'm prepared this time, Dave. I'm prepared. So I let know. Me I was going to cuss you out. I was prepared to cuss you out if you weren't prepared. Nah, nah. This time I got it. Let me share this other window. My bad. Share the screen real quick. All right, so we got the the wheel of winning, the winning wheel on the on the screen right now. So I'm gonna go ahead and run this and see what MVP level member is going to uh, go to the Falcons games. The Falcons game that we have on the table right now, the Falcons game. Okay, so we'll run this and let's see what happens. All right, the Falcons game. It's gonna be the Falcons game. The last game I got. Oh, so my man DJ, he lives in Hawaii. So I don't know if he's going to be able to come to this one. I got to hit him up. I got to hit him up. I'm going to take a backup just in case because I know DJ lives in Hawaii. I'm not sure he's going to be able to move it. So let me take that note real quick. Uh, Let me see. Shout out to DJ, man. Had a good time with my man out there. Shout out to DJ indeed. But I know for flying from Hawaii ain't the business either. So I yeah, I know I know he's coming out here for another game. But let me let me see. I'm gonna contact him. But I'm gonna take a backup just in case he's gonna get first right of refusal. Uh, if he says no, nah, I can't make it to that game, which is probably likely. Uh, you know, we'll 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 go to the next person. All right, so let's roll it. Let's see what happens. All right, so I gotta hit up Larice. I hit him up. So Larice, shout out to Larice, right? Uh, him, he or she, I don't know. Antoine. So I'm sure I'm assuming that's a he, my bad. So let me take that note as well. And we'll get y'all those tickets. Shout out to all the MVP members, man. We appreciate y'all. All right. Um, let's keep it moving, Dave. Yep. Get out of here. All right. Again, shout out to all the uh, MVP level members. And shout out to all the franchise folks. And shout out to all of the free agents, man. We appreciate all y'all, man, for real. Without y'all, this podcast wouldn't be as great as it is. So we appreciate y'all's support. All right. Dave, Underdog Fantasy real quick. Just real quick, man. Just make sure you use the code PNP when you sign up for Underdog Fantasy. They're still doing a deposit match. Um, The big thing right now, um, you hire lowers for Thursday night. They do live hire lowers as well. So even if you miss out right before kickoff or right before an NBA game starts, you can still do your higher and lowers live, and it just is based on how the game flow is going. Um, they do NBA, they do NFL, um, they do college basketball as well, which has just started as well because the college basketball season started yesterday. Uh, so go to underdogfantasy.com and use the code PNP when you do. All right, let's keep it moving. All right, so we're going to get to some of these grades, man, offensive line grades. Um, I, again, I post these on Twitter, so – uh, if you're not following us at Panthenation PC on X or whatever we're calling it, uh, check this joint out. Um, I, I post these typically on Monday, um, you know, at lunchtime. The PFF grades generally come out around lunchtime, and I drop those then. So, Dave, offensive line, I mean, just not good. I mean, you look at Taylor Moten, uh, you know, uh, nine hurries, which is crazy. Um, that That's ridiculous. I mean, you don't have but so many snaps. You're giving up nine hurries bro um it's it's kind of ridiculous uh you know 
Austin Corbett had a rough go this time around. You know, we just know we we now know that he's uh, coming back, just coming off an injury. Uh, but yeah, not not pretty for that. Um, and uh, you know, Bradley Bozeman looks solid on paper when you look at those grades. But I feel like that those grades are a little high. Um, the eye test for me, uh, I th- I think he struggles a little, struggle a little bit more than that. Throckmorton had a tough game, and Icky mm-hmm. had a great run block game. But the context behind that. I question that that run block grade because we only had like four yards rushing in his direction, right? So I question that grade. I it just not many attempts going in that direction, plus only having four yards gain. I don't that doesn't make sense to me. But again, I don't they they break down every play, they break down all the individual matchups, and that's you know kind of how how they do it. So I'm I I use PFF, but I also have eyes. And to me, these grades seem a little high, in my in my opinion. Dave, what you think? I was shocked to see that run block rate, Akeem. Not shocked by the pass block. Um, Throckmorton had a rough day in the office. Uh, Moten is not discussed enough because he's been overall playing well all season. This was a, this is one of his more tougher games that he's had. We can question whether or not it was it was warranted. Um. <clears throat> but with regards to game, Icky, we we're the jury's still out for a lot of folks within the fan base. But he's gonna get a little bit of grace from me for now. But we'll see. Yeah, man. Shout out to uh, my guy DMC on Twitter. He posted something that says uh, the Panthers had Panthers offensive line has a fifty three percent pass block win rate. That means, bro, they getting they getting you know what I mean. 50% of the time they're going to lose their their matchup. It's not good. It's not good. And he also poured, uh also said according uh to NFL's next gen stats, Young was under pressure on a whopping 47.9% of his dropbacks on Sunday. Bro, that's, that's 50%, 50% meaning each time he dropped back, it was a 50-50 chance that he's going to get thrashed. And all three of his interceptions happened happened when he was under pressure. So I mean, it, it's tough. It it is tough. Yes, Bryce th- does have to take some uh, some ownership on some of the stuff, like the screen. I mean, come on, some of those are bad. But 47.9 percent. That's that's crazy. That's fifty percent, bro. Fifty percent. I mean, it had, that, that's nuts. That is nuts. It's, it's nuts, bro. That is insane. Go ahead, Dave. Nah, you got it. Nah, I completely agree with what you're saying. It's tough when you out here half the time you you gonna get smacked. Like that's not a way to build confidence of your quarterback. It's not terrible way. He's 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 literally seeing ghosts. Like he, you don't know where you where the pressures come from. You can't get comfortable. You can't settle. Like you always have to kind of keep your head on a swivel. So he's he's rushing through stuff. It's nuts, man. It's it's crazy. The offensive line. Um, wait, the, yeah, it's, yeah, they do have to face pressure. But bro, fifty percent of the time is crazy. That's crazy, bro. Like, come on. I, I get it. Bryce got to take some, some some of this heat. But, fam, 50% of the time is crazy. That's crazy, bro. Like, just get in the way. Like, if you get in the way, you're going to win 50% of your battles. Come on, bro. Come on, man. I, I get it. I get what you're saying, bro, but. It's all camping. That's 50% is a lot. That is a it's lot. Camping. It's all camping. And by the way, when we talk about that inconsistency, it goes back to what we talked about the other week about Ike Wright, about the fact that he leverages athleticism. But 
because it's one of his better games based on the PFF rating. But I'm still nervous about him and how he manages. We can, I can barely hear you, Dave. Yeah, my voice is starting to go away again. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, so the thing about Icky, he – I lost my train of thought. Um, you know, he, I know he's been struggling, uh, but some of this is on campus ultimately. Campus has got to take some of this heat. I'm not going to just put For it sure. all on the players. Campus has got to take some of this. For sure. Campus and this all-star coaching staff. And th- this is accurate, too. Joe Burrow took his team to Super Bowl with an all-time bad offensive line. But I would also say that and I don't know it's off the top of my head, but I, I can I can take a wild guess that they were able to run the football and they had mm-hmm. elite weapons. There's a difference. You Joe, when you can, Joe, Joe, Joe Mixon, you know, he's pretty right. good. Right, and when you have elite weapons like he has, like you can take some risks with the football. Bryce, nobody's separating. Well, they kind of did a little bit better this time. We'll talk about that in just a second, but still. Um, and, and true. And true with this, too. He was not good as a rookie either. There, there's some stats floating around and comparing Joe, uh, Joe Burrow and Bryce Young in their rookie seasons. Kind of similar, not quite. But I would say from a yardage standpoint, Burrow has more. He's doing a little bit better. A, little, a few less picks. But it, it, it is comparable. Him, uh, Trevor Lawrence, there, there's some stats floating around out there comparing. And so, yeah, you're right. I mean, listen, it is what it is. It is what it is. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. And commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all. When you want, wherever you want, on your schedule. There is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. Let's let's keep it moving. Offensive line sucks. We got it. And then here's another thing, right? Again, this is not a great game for Bryce Young individually. We 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 can we can all admit that. It was not a good game by from him. But here's my issue especially when you go back and you watch this game and you look at the film, I'm not like, again, not the biggest film guru in the world, not the biggest X and O's guys in the world. But bro, when I know a guy is going to throw this many times uh, between zero and 10 yards, bro, I'm not, there is no respect being paid by the safeties. I'm going to put mad dudes in the, like near the line of scrimmage, Right. Because I know you, none of you guys are going to beat me deep. And if they do, it's like the likelihood of us getting a sack before that is going to be very high. So I'm putting and I'm squatting on every single – like I'm jumping all the routes. And that's what happened. That's what happened on, on Sunday. They were jumping our routes. They knew the screens were coming. They know the short game was coming. They're sitting on everything that we do. So it's easy to telegraph stuff, right? The, I mean, the, the twin, this, this uh, pick down here is a little different. But the other two, like they're just sitting, they're just squatting on it, bro. They know they know what's coming. I know they're gonna throw a screen. I know they're not gonna throw the ball further than ten yards. So I might as well just just squat on it. Yeah, you know I mean, so it, it's it was damn near the same play for both pick sixes. You know that same right. guy too. Yeah. Like look, like look at this chart, and I know you can't see my pointer, but like when you look at this chart, the first thing you notice, like you said, they just sit. He didn't have too many passes that were more than ten yards. He only threw it over 20 yards one time, and it was a completion. 
But, you know, they already knew what it was. Both of them pick sixes. I knew it was a pick six as soon as he threw the damn ball, man. It was rough. It was rough. Rough. Yeah, and again, I, I think this this is part of it too. Uh, Juice Wick says this is a terrible offense regardless who's calling the plays. I agree. It's just bad offensive football. It's bad well, offensive football, and it's bad It's bad when you're, you're executing bad offense. You can't execute bad offense, right? It's even worse. It exacerbates the problem when you can't execute the bad offense. Like the, the, the bad offense has to be executed damn near to perfection in order for it to work. Mm-hmm. So it's bad offense. It's bad execution, and then we go out and we look like that. That's that's one of the worst offensive performances I've ever seen, bro. It was bad. That was not good. We could barely run the football. It, it was it was terrible across the board, bro. Across the board, it's not pretty. It's scrap it all, bro. It's not good. Go back to the drawing board, and of course, that's not going to happen by Thursday. So you can expect some of the more bad offensive that we've seen. It's just it's not not good. It's not good, bro. It's not good at all. Not good. Terrible. No, it's not. It's not. And the thing is, it's just, I keep telling folks it's about the office that you're trying to run. Whenever I say that, you guys think I'm being evil and being mean, but it's it's ultimately what the coaches want to do. And you go back and show that chart one more time. Go back, go back a slide. This is what the coaches want to do. This is what they want to do. Whether it's Frank or Thomas, this is what they want to do. I mean, we could have done that with a lot of quarterbacks, not just him. That's all I'm saying. Carry on. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, but this is some more context. Again, throwing the football 40 times a game, that's not what we want to be doing. We we should be running the football more. We can't run the football for some reason. Uh, the Running the football is not working. Uh, but if you look at the separation – it's weird because this is one of the better games of separation that we have. We've got three guys at least above league average, which is kind of crazy. Like, we haven't seen guys get above league average all season, right? And now these guys are, you know, they, they actually get above average, and the offense looks terrible. So it's just it's just weird at the end of the day. It's look weird. It looks very, very weird. Um, do, you think it might be a, do you think it might be a rhythm thing, though, too, when you start thinking about the fact that, you know, until this week – he really didn't have somebody that can actually get separation. So it could be an issue. It could be a rhythm thing, too. So we got to be sensitive to that as well. And obviously, it doesn't okay everything. But when you think about, we've been, we've been, we've been showing this chart. We've been showing this chart for weeks. This is the first time, folks, like half the players are legitimately over the league average. But then it, it's, it's two tight ends, though, which is. I mean, tight ends, you kind of expect those guys separate, kind of take advantage of their matchups. But Thielen, you know, he's getting separation. But it, I, I just – it's just weird, bro. It's just very weird, man. I don't I don't know what – I mean, look at Mingo, 1.78. DJ Chark, as fast as he is, 1.93. That's not, not – it's unsatisfactory, bro. That's not good. And, again, I don't know what whether it's, whether it's individual talent. Probably has something to do with it. But I'm, I'm assuming play calling does as well. Yeah, you know I mean, so I don't, I don't understand, I don't understand what's going on, bro. I have no clue. Uh, Greg says play calling still depends on the playbook. Uh, I don't understand why we appear incapable of running anything but pistol or shotgun. I mean, that's that's valid too. 
that's valid too. I, everything is out of out of shotgun, and we barely get under center. Um, I don't know, bro. I, bro, I don't know, man. It's not good. Nothing is good, bro. Nothing is good across the board. It's just not good, and I don't have the answers. I'm not about to sit up here and pretend like I, I don't do. have the answers, Sway. I don't have the answers, Sway. I don't. I don't. But I got some when it, when it comes to uh, you know play calling and all that. I got some. I got some 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 other context, some other sources that we can we can uh, take a look at, and we'll we'll look, take a look at those a little bit later. But yeah, Bryce not good, and again there was nothing really good. Offensive line wasn't good. Wide receivers aren't good. Uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, here's Mingo. Um, I mean, you look at this PFF charts definition of mid. Um, that's what that's what Mingo has been. Uh, should be Jonathan Midgo because uh, that's exactly what he's looking like out here. Uh, 54 grade. He had a good game last week against the, Tex- the Texans, and now that's pretty much it. This this goes this uh, list goes from top to bottom. Uh, the bottom being the most. Run, recent, he can run block recent, at least. Say what? He can run block at least. He's the hell of a yeah, he can run block. He great. We dropped him. And we knew that. Yeah, we knew that. We knew that he could run block. Uh, but 70 snaps, 47 pass snaps, 23 run snaps, four targets, one reception, five yards. I mean, this this is not good. It's not good, bro. Like, it's, it's just not. It's not good, man. Uh, well, now, to be fair, I mean, did Steve Smith, that is Smith, Smitty's guy. But to be fair, Smitty did say, he said two to three years. He said two to three years, so. We gotta if we we can't jump on Smitty now when he said it's gonna take two to three years, so just just saying I ain't trying trying to you know cape for Smitty, but that is what he said. He did um, say that. But uh, all right, so yeah, that's that's Jonathan Midgo. Uh, that's what he's looking like out here. All right, um, DJ Johnson, DJ Johnson uh, had his best game of the season. I mean, when you get you know a little bit more opportunity, that's just that's just what it is. Uh, you know, he had a sixty-three over sixty-five point six grade in this in this joint. Uh, fifty-one grade, fifty-one pass rush, and sixty-nine run defense. I mean, he's doing what we knew he could do. Is what that has stopped the run. He had twenty-seven run snaps, fourteen pass snaps. Obviously, he's not de- developed those pass rush skills yet. But you know, he, he's solid. This was a, a decent decent game uh, from him. Albeit, we we have to. He has to be mid. Uh, he has to be better than mid because if he's below mid. We ain't got nothing else behind him. So hopefully the more um you know the more reps he gets, the better he will he will get. But uh it, we're gonna see a lot of DJ Johnson uh next week or this week against the Bears. That's for sure. That's yeah, for sure. We'll see him on th- he's probably gonna start again gonna on Thursday it. night for sure. He's gonna be play a lot of games. A lot of games. All right. Um let's keep it moving. Uh Zavala did not play. And we got Jamie Robinson. Yo, so Jamie he's Robinson, out here. he's out yeah, here playing, Jamie, bro. Yeah, Jamie Robinson is playing well, uh, like I said he would. Uh, Twenty-five snaps, sixteen pass snaps, eight run snaps, three tackles, two targets, two receptions for four yards that he allowed. It's pretty solid. He's put a couple good games together, and that's not with just you know uh, that's more than a couple of snaps. It's not like he's doing two or three snaps a game. Like he's. He's playing a, a decent amount. Twenty five snaps is, is a is a solid amount. Um so he's he's playing. And so shout out to uh shout out to, to um to Jamie. He's playing well. He's playing well. All right. Um real quick before we get into the next slide, I gotta hit the super chat. Uh Wade says, Y'all discussed that ISM tweet. You know, I didn't see the ISM tweet. What did he say? I didn't either. 
Yeah, Let's see what he said. I don't be out here tweeting like that. I do, but I don't. It's weird. We will pause to, to see what he's talking about. Uh, let's see. What did he say? Are you looking it up? Yeah. He said, uh, po- he says, proving yourself just to get overlooked is crazy. Betting on myself. Watch how the story play out. I mean, I don't. What, what you what? What you want me to say about that? I mean, he he's frustrated, wouldn't you? When I mean, you? he ain't getting the, he ain't getting the opportunity he thought he was gonna get after the trade, and I can understand that. But I mean, when initially when they first traded him in here, the first thing I thought was special teams. We'll use him as a return guy. I don't think he's gonna get too much opportunity other than that. Maybe he thought he was gonna have an opportunity to play wide receiver. And that just didn't happen, which is plausible, very possible. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Get, I mean, you would think though. You would think as much as though, much as everybody's struggling, um, you would think we kind of mix it up and put maybe put him out there, but it's not happening. Uh, he's, I mean, something's got to give. So I would be listen. I would be frustrated if I'm him too. I will. I will be. I will be frustrated as well. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. There, um, hopefully, you know, what I mean. Hopefully he'll get a chance, but I, I don't blame him. This team sucks, so he's like F it at this point. Like I might as well start to voice my frustration. So I don't get it. <laughs> my miss, if he would return like Raheem, yeah, that's true. Raheem is kind of doing his thing on the returns. He had the second consecutive game with a big return. So it is what it is. There, it is what it is. There. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, so here's what I got. So I I follow this guy on Twitter. His name is uh, Stephen Patton, and he does a lot of analytics, uh, a lot of analytics with with rankings. He does a lot of things with uh, with the with some numbers and the play callers. And he has his play. He ranks the play callers after every week. After every week, he ranks the play play callers. And right now, as you can see, we are sitting at 27, 27 on offense and defense. So offense and defensively, not good, sitting near the bottom of the league. Uh, not not good. And just to give some context, I gotta read um, kind of what he does with this because it's just the way he does it and the way he kind of puts these analytics together is kind of it's kind of I don't know. I don't see many teams doing it or not not teams. Cause I don't even see too many people out there doing it. But I can kind of give y'all his his rundown, his write up about how it works. Uh, let me see. Continue reading. So basically, he developed an offensive and defensive framework. It takes the personnel groupings. It takes uh, like the play calling, and it also takes into account the personnel. And then it wait the way he does it is, is he kind of takes that and rates it uh, versus like uh, market expectation and um, you know the closing totals and spread lines. So he kind of says, "Hey, are you beating expectation?" And if we beat expectation, then he kind of you know he. He uh he does what he needs to do, um so he does a he does a great job with this stuff does a great job, um uh, with with these analytics, and so um, so yeah we're sitting at twenty, twenty seven overall. Twenty seven overall. Hold on one second, y'all. One second.
curious. <laughs> this dude Dave knocked out, bro. That's funny. That is funny. Let me get him out of here until he wake up and then realize he'll add him back in. He'll add himself back in once he realizes he's sleep. Um, but anyway, yeah. So as you can see, um, 20, 27, ranked 27th in the league from a coaching standpoint. Also, you know, also what he does is he also um he, he breaks it down between offensive and defensive play callers, right? So offensive, defensive play callers. So as you can see right now, this is the defensive side of the football. Bro, not good. As you can see right here, this is the Panthers. The Panthers are right here. It's not a good look. Not a not a, not a good look. Okay. Um Thomas Brown ranked 26 in the league. And then, yo, what's crazy, on the offensive side of football, Thomas Brown was ranked like 12th or 14th last week. Yo, 12th or 14th last week. And he dropped 14 spots to dag on 26th. 26th in the league, bro. It's crazy. 26th in the league. It's kind of wild. Um, and, it, and these, again, these rankings change every single week. So it's kind of it's kind of weird, you know, how to see the the vast drop off from week to week. And I should what I'm gonna do is I'll I will kind of rank these. I put together some some uh, some spreadsheet to see where he ranks each week and kind of average them out to see how see how he'll he'll do uh, across the season. But this is very interesting, very very interesting stuff here. Arthur Smith is kind of crazy. It's kind of weird to see Arthur Smith way at the bottom, but I think it what it what what puts him at the bottom is that he has a lot of offensive talent and he's not getting the best out of the talent. So when you're not getting the best out of talent, you know I mean, that's why you sit at the bottom. Um, you sit at the bottom. So again, it takes into account all this, all the contracts, the, the spending, what you're getting out of your offense. It takes into account all that stuff. And we're sitting at the bottom of the league on both sides of the football. It's, it's not, it's not good. So it's not good at all. Again, we sit up here and we sit up here and, and tout this this offensive uh this, this this staff that we got. All these guys, Jim Caldwell. We ain't we ain't seen him since you know since day one. We ain't seen Jim Jim Caldwell. Yeah, you know I mean Jim Caldwell, Thomas Brown, Eva Rowe. When you look across the league, when you look across the league, it's just not good. It's not good stuff. All right. So here's the defensive guys. Um uh, Eva Rowe is on, on this side. You see Eva Rowe, not good. Down here, and then offensive. Here's uh, here's our defensive guys. Evero twenty six as well. So it's just man, it's it's bad across the board. It's bad. And I thought I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I thought I would. I thought that our defense would be much higher than this. But considering the fact that these guys are um our like are hurt and they're not playing, I thought there's got to be some metric to take that into account, right? So. I don't know why that's not done, but it is what it is here, man. It, it, I don't, I don't like it one bit. Um, we're not, <laughs> our guys just aren't getting the best. Uh, you know, they, we're just not getting the best out of our guys. This point blank period. So it, it is what it is. Okay. Um, so uh, with that said, I, I wanted to get a couple folks on. I want to get a couple folks on so y'all could talk about, you know, what I mean, what y'all thought thought about the game. Uh, one thing that's frustrating. Oh no, I got one. I got one thing I got to talk about. Give me one second. I think I got the slide hidden. Give me one second, y'all. Give me one second. I got to get this one up here. Because I got an announcement to make. I got an announcement to make. Give me one second to make this announcement. Uh, and shout out to my man, Jared. Shout out to my man, Jared. Because he made this today. And tagged me on it. And I thought it was great. 
And so I got an announcement to make. Here we go. Here's my announcement. My man said the Ryko meter. Oh, wow. Do we got to bring back the Ryko meter? Oh, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. I don't know if I'm going to bring back the Ryko meter. I don't know if I'm going to bring back the Ryko meter. Not not cool. I don't, Man, that's that's tough. The old meters already, that brings back PTSD. Brings back PTSD. But before we get into that, I got an announcement to make. All right. So here we go. All right. So you, you guys been asking for it. You guys been asking for it. All right. So I, and I think it's time. I think it's time, yo. I think it's time. I think it's time, y'all. The March, the March on Mint is it's time, man. I'm frustrated. Y'all are frustrated. March on Mint is it's gotta go down. Okay. So here's the deal. Thursday afternoon or evening, whenever that game is over. When the game is over, it's time. If we lose this game. I'm setting up March on Mint. And it's gonna happen on Sunday since we don't we're not playing. So we since we're not playing, we gonna it's gonna be some action at the stadium. Might be not not might not be the action that the Carolina Panthers want to see, but it's gonna be some action at that stadium. So if we lose the game to the Bears, if we lose, March on Mint is gonna happen on Sunday at noon. It's gonna happen. We going down, we going uptown. We go into the stadium and we hey listen, we're gonna have a little live show from out there. A little live show saying, yo, we ain't we ain't happy about it. We're gonna voice our opinion. Yeah, you know I mean, we might get a little coverage. I might make some calls. I might make some calls to get a little coverage out there. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. It, man, listen, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. If I do this, because a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all talk a good game. A lot of y'all talk a good game. A lot of y'all talk a good game, but when it's time, are you going to show up? So what I need to see in the chat, what I need to see in the chat right now is give me a W in the chat if you would actually show up to March on Mint. It's free. Ain't, ain't, we ain't charged for nothing. Just pull up <clears throat> pull up uptown. Give me a W in the chat if you would show up because I ain't going to do it. If y'all not going to show up, I'm not going to do it. If y'all don't show up, I'm not going to do it, man. I'm not going to do it because, listen, we do a lot of stuff. We did... We did the daggone uh, live pod. You know what I mean? We did free tickets for that. Some of y'all didn't show up, okay? So I ain't doing it. If y'all not going to do it, if y'all not going to show up, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. My man said, I live in Cali. Hey, listen, I'm, I, might, I might have a, a virtual option. We might have a virtual option. We'll see. We'll see. But, hey, if you local, bro, if you local, we doing it. If you if we local, we doing it, bro. March on Mint. My man said live in Scotland, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna share it on Twitter. Yeah, I'm gonna share it on Twitter for sure. I'm gonna share it on Twitter. I'm a, I gotta get a flyer ready and all that. Uh, but I I kind of want to wait till Thursday to see. But I I was yes, I will do it. I will do it, Jared. And I I'll tag you on it. But yeah, we are gonna do it. Spell the t- spell the team shirt. That's funny. Some of these joints, because it's AI, they kind of did some uh, mis misspelling. But yeah, we're gonna do it, bro. We're gonna do it. March on me. If I can get like a a hundred a hundred some folks out there, we're gonna do it. We're gonna rock with it. We're gonna rock with it. Uh, yo, A Cash says, Yo, shy is attendance mandatory for the fans in NC, fans not in NC. Nah, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't, man. If you're not in NC, I get it. 
If you're not, my man says sell the team shirts. We'll see, man. We'll see. I might have a sell the team shirt. I don't know. We'll see. If we win, nah, we ain't marching. If we if we win, listen. I, if I see some progression, if I see some progression, then cool. Like we good. But if we lose and it's ugly, nah, bro. Nah, bro. It, it's time to march. It's time to march. So we're gonna be marching, bro. Shot uh shot the Glenn says met Steve in Frankfurt in a bar. He looked fresh uh looked frustrated with the O-line, especially left side, and clearly expressed he was not blaming Bryce. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of the same sentiment. Same sentiment. It's time to, yeah, hold them accountable, bro. For sure. Yeah, we're gonna announce it on Twitter or X or whatever. Yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna march on mint, man. We're just gonna do a, a live pod out there just saying, yo. We not we not happy, bro. And we're gonna let everybody talk. We might have a little, you know, I might have some megaphones. You know what I mean? We're gonna do a little a protest. It is what it is. Jared says the Bears have 10 sacks this season. If they touch my QB, I need someone fired. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, 10 plus to the Bears is bad. 10 plus to the Bears is bad. 10 plus to the Bears is really bad. That man said, am I getting a permit? Nah, I'm pulling up, bro. I'm pulling up. F a permit. If we get kicked out, so be it. But we pulling up. We pulling up. My man said, the Bears going to get four sacks. That would be tough if they did that. Y'all want to see Sheena so bad? Yeah, I guess I'll make the call. If Sheena come through, she come through. If you don't, she came through last time I asked. Asked her to come through, and I'm I'm not saying that. And when I asked her to come to to dag on uh, chill, because I know how y'all go, bro. When I asked her to come to the charity event, she came out. Some of y'all are crazy. Two sacks for DJ Johnson. We'll see, we'll see. I mean, so I'm gonna ride this ride the, the lime scooter from West Boulevard to Mint. Yo, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. See. Yeah, Tyler. Hey, Tyler, not nah, Justin Fields is back, right? Justin Fields is practicing. Justin Fields is practicing. All right, so real quick, I'm gonna take a couple, uh, tough, couple chats. Um, let me see. I'm gonna invite y'all to the chat. Absolutely, Aiden. I'm absolutely condoning you skipping college to March. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. It's Sunday, bro. Ain't no classes on Sunday. Ain't no classes on Sunday, man. Just come through. Yes, I am streaming on Thursday. Yes, I will be live streaming on Thursday. All away games I'm streaming. All away games, I'm at the game. All right, here we go. So I'm going to put this in the chat. We'll get a couple of calls in here before I shut this thing down. My man, Eddie, said, I'll be driving through Charlotte on Sunday, heading back to Atlanta. I'm definitely coming through. It's lit. Yeah, man. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit for sure. For sure going to be lit. For sure going to be lit. All right. Um, I put the link in the chat if y'all want to come through. Let me see if I can pin that joint. 
I want to hear a couple of y'all thoughts, man. A couple of y'all thoughts. Let's see. Let me hop in this joint. Let me make the see if I can pin it real quick. Give me one second. Give me one second, y'all. One second. Here we go. All right. It's the pin message at the top. Y'all click that joint. Oh, we got some people in here, man. All right. Let's get it. Christian, what's good, man? Yeah, what's good, Rashad? What's good, I'm, man? I'm chilling, bro. What's good, man? Yeah, man. It's It was a tough loss. Um, You know, I'm disappointed in the team. You know, I... I get, you know, fans that's upset with Bryce, but, you know, I'm just like, dog, he's a rookie. You know, these mistakes are going to happen. And um, it's just been a lot of tox toxic, like, Panther fans lately. Just It's just this week was just so disgusting and disturbing. Like, I had to detox myself on social media yeah. personally because it just – it's just egregious. And you have other podcasters, and they're going to name other guys there – but it's just ridiculous the amount of criticism that they're giving Bryce. Just it's everything is on him. I've never seen this for a rookie quarterback like in my life that he gets this much criticism. Like I've never seen this. I, I've never seen that in my life yeah, for a rookie I, I quarterback. Think, yeah, I, I just think, and I, I kind of I understand it and when you look at the context as to why he is getting criticized, you look at what CJ Stroud is doing. And trust me, I I, I understand it, right? You, you ain't got to pre- – I'm preaching to the choir talking to you. Uh, but, um, you know, the context is that we traded up to get them. Their assets – people had to leave – DJ Moore had to leave Carolina, a proven wide receiver in order us forget, for us to get Bryce. And then, right. you know, you look across and see what CJ Stroud is doing. It's tough. So people are frustrated and they think – they think that – if we just had C.J. Stroud, the team would be better. And that's just not the case. It, it's just not the case. Um, C.J. Stroud would have some struggles over here, bro. They're making things e- easy for him over here, over there. He has weapons that are all better than us. Skill positions, I got the stats to prove it. Everything is better than us, better than what we have over here. Um, and it's just he's in a better situation. This is a bad situation, bro. And it, there's not many quarterbacks that will succeed here the way it stands. Absolutely. And I, and I think you said something key that that I've been saying for a long time is that, yo, like, we can't focus on what other teams are doing. Like, we got to focus on what we're doing. I think when we stop worrying about what CJ's doing and worry about what we're doing, I think we'll be much better off. And I just think, like, just relax. Be patient. I get that. Everybody's like, emotionally frustrated i'm frustrated you know because i i told you 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 brought my hope back i told you on twitter you brought my hope back because i was done yeah (laughs) you know but that's what we got to do and i and i think you know the team will succeed i i i just think if we lose to the bears lord have mercy you gotta fire people you can't you can't keep them you you gotta clean house you that that loss is the clean house yeah, you you just gotta take it on the chin, tough man, and then clean house because you can't lose to the Bears. Then they get 
the one and the two pick? Nah, you can't do that. Yeah. I, I think there's there's a lot riding on that. And I think that Tepper's gonna look at that too and say, oh, they got our pick, bro. If we lose to these dudes, I, I'm hearing rumblings, you know, there's some things going on out there that they're saying, yo, things could shake. I don't know that stuff to be true, but they're hearing some things that man, after this game, bro, if if we don't start, you know, turn going in the right direction, you know, things could definitely start to, you know. It could go downhill. Was I don't know, bro. I don't know. But this this is this game. Uh, listen, a lot of injuries. I don't expect us to win this game against the Bears. Um, I just want to see progression, bro. I want to see Br- Bryce progress. Right. Uh, that's what I want to see. Uh, at the end of the day, wins and losses. At this point, my mind is already in the uh, in 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 that we're gonna lose. Uh, we're gonna lose a lot of games, right? And we're gonna give the Bears the number one, number two, number three, number four, number five overall pick and I'm, my mind is already there so all i want to see at this point is just progression that's it but i right, hey christian yeah. i gotta get out of here bro i got a lot of people that jumped in this joint so I oh, okay man i'll go tell you one more thing <laughs> yeah go ahead uh i was gonna say what the raiders are doing what they done they clean house tepper's watching that and seeing yeah. how they rallied against around that man and how what he's doing tepper's gonna see that and what they're doing and I'm just gonna say he if this the way that this game will go and we get embarrassed on national TV on prime time, you might see that <laughs> clean house like that. Well, he I mean he saw this he saw this happen last year how team how guys rallied around Wilkes. So this ain't something. It, obviously, they clean house like GM. They they fire GM and coach. That's a little different. But he's seen you know with his own two eyes how how guys will rally around the coach. So I mean. <laughs> He ain't got to look no further than Steve Wilkes, but I, I hear your point, though. I hear your point. But all right, yeah, I, no I got I got to move on. I got a lot of other guys that want to hop in here. All right, no problem, bro. All right, yep, thanks. All right, uh, what's good, bro? Hey, Sean. Um, yeah, like you guys said, things kind of suck. And, um, yeah, um, it's just that I think that – I think Fitter is gone. It's yeah. just a matter of when. We lose to the Bears badly. He's gone on Friday. Or else it's going to happen in December, like when they got rid of Herney or when they got rid of Rivera or something like that. And um, I think um, I understand. Like, the thing about with Bryce is that it's like, I don't know. It's like I think some of our fans, like, it's, it's weird because I see fans understanding that the offense is fundamentally broken. But at the same time, it seems like they expect, like, if we just change quarterbacks, things would be better. Like, everything yeah. will be fixed if we just change the quarterback. But then it's like you see the offensive line not working. You see the receivers not doing that. So how can you be like, oh, well, if it was Stroud, it would be different. And also, like, another thing I want to say is that you got to rally around your rookie, man. It's like I know it's tough when the other guy's doing better and all that, but I see too many people calling Bryce a bust, and it's like that's too early for that. If it was, if the line was protecting better or the receivers were getting open and he was still playing like this, I'd understand. But it's too early, and it's not fair. And I don't know. It's, it's like it's something about the Panthers fan base, man, because I've, I saw other quarterbacks with bad rookies, like Jaguars fans with Trevor, Dolphins fans yep. with Tua. They didn't Burrow let this too. happen to their fan bases. huh? Burrow, too. Yeah, I mean, Burrow at least was playing – but I think Burrow was playing better. Like, he showed more flashes earlier in the season. 
But it's like, but guys like Tua, and especially Trevor. Trevor was playing worse than Bryce's right now, and I still didn't see any Jaguars fans going like, "Oh man, we messed up." They they blame the situation, and like I understand that's cliche, but you can't really assign a, a like blame until after the rookie year. I feel I think it's not fair to the quarterback. Yeah, but I mean, you can blame yeah, him for like, there's two there's two sides to every coin. I believe there there have been some successful rookies too, like that. We, I mean, we can't say that every rookie's been garbage. That's just not been. That's not necessarily yeah. the case. But yeah, yeah. But I, I just, I, I, I get your point. I'm with you. I, I agree with your point. Um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, we gotta listen. I just don't know. I just don't know this. Here's the thing we have to ask ourselves, and here's the thing that Tepper has to ask himself: Is the combination of Reich, Fitterer, and that whole front office the right combination to support Bryce? Bryce is the entity. He's not going anywhere for the next three to four years. They're going to continue to build around him for the next two years at minimum, right? So you would probably give him three years, right? You have to find the right group of people that are going to support him that can run the offense. And it's going to, it's a little bit of a, a difficult ask because you, then if you decide to move, let's say we decide to move on from, from Reich and company, you have to find a coach willing to accept Bryce Young, right? It, it we're just doing it backwards. You have to cut ties, start from scratch, let the coach and the GM come together, allow them to then get a quarterback. That's how things are supposed to work. And it's just that we do, we just don't stop, we don't do things in the proper order. So it, we got to find the right combination that's going to support Bryce Young at this point, or, or it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, I 100% agree. And I think um, one of the things, like I used to think that Wright would get another year, but one of the things that changed my mind is that. Tepper hired Reich because he was experienced. The whole point of hiring Reich was he was experienced. And worst case scenario, we missed the playoffs, but we're competitive. We're not even close to that. So why would he give a retread coach another year when he could just cut everything? And we've seen coaches get fired after a year, especially with rookie quarterbacks. We saw Urban Meyer. I mean, Urban Meyer had other stuff going on, but he was still awful on the field. And I and um. Freddie Kitchens, I mean, Baker wasn't a rookie, but when Baker regressed from freshman year, to, from his first rookie year to his sophomore year, rookie year, he asked for Freddie Kitchens. He wanted Freddie Kitchens, and they gave it to him, and then he sucked. Baker sucked the next year with Odell, and they got rid of Freddie Kitchens after a year. And then we saw, like, a, with, like a, when it comes to, like, hyping up the team and all that, we saw Hackett with the Broncos. It's like these owners aren't afraid to get rid of coaches after a year. Yeah, they're not, and I don't think Tepper would be scared to do that either. Uh, but but yeah, man. All right, I, that's I got a lot of guys to get to, so man, I gotta, yeah. I gotta keep it moving, bro. Uh, but yeah, yeah good call. You, I appreciate you, man. All right. Uh, oh, I meant, hey Hollywood. Let me let me get back to you. Hold that thought because I meant to I meant to click SC Bass. He was next. Hold go that ahead, thought right back to you. Give me one second. S.C. Bass, what up, man? Hey, what's going on, Sean? How's it going, man? I'm I'm chilling, man. Hey, man, I'm not. I'm gonna be brief with you, man. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, uh, Rashad. I, I want to see this job before the season started. Um, I was at the draft night party, and you know, like you had reported before, the you know the draft party, it was pretty much a done deal that we were gonna take um, Bryce at that point. But at, you know, I kind of came around. I was like, okay, whatever. We we draft the Bryce. I'm gonna get on board, but. You know, there's a lot of things and a lot of moving parts that haven't been in Bryce's favor. But 
I I want to see progress, man. And I and I've seen a lot of regression with him over the year. And now a lot of things he can't control. Bad offensive line blocker, right? Receivers not getting open. But I want to see some progress, man. And I think Panthers fans have the right to be impatient, man, because it, the front office and the management has not been doing his work. So, I mean, how much time are we supposed to get this, man? That's that's all I want to know. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's, it, it. Yeah, you're right. I think we're we are. It's mounting uh, frustration, right? It's it's not just what Reich we're seeing with Reich and Bryce. It's what happened years before that, and, and since Tepper's brought bought the team, that's what the the frustration starts. It doesn't just start here with Frank Reich and Bryce. And unfortunately for them, that's the case, right? It, the reality is that they're dealing with a lot of stuff. They're they're getting a lot of backlash right. with nothing that ha- it has nothing to do with them. But that's just the, that's just reality, right? We can't separate, uh, you know, what's happened since David Tepper's bought the team. That's just it, it is what it is, you know what I mean? So, um, I feel like, man, I feel like this, uh, you know, we got to keep doing what we need to do until we get it right. I know that, um, you know, it, at some point the football guys will. It's got to flip our way, but it's it's been ugly, man. It's been ugly. I, I guess my last question before I go, child, like, you know, I was in the the adage of keeping. Um, Steve Wilkes. I mean, do you think this roster would have looked completely different if we had hired Steve Wilkes? Would it have been a different quarterback? Would we have uh, kept, you know, players like DJ Moore? Um, yeah. Maybe gone a different route of quarterback. What, what, do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. I don't think if we kept Steve Wilkes, I, I don't think there would be a trade up to get. I think we probably would have just stayed where we were, and I think things would have been done different. I think you would have seen a lot of the same personnel because Wilkes knows that he knew those guys, right? And so I think he was. Uh, while he was working with what he had, I think there would have been some changes, but I think it would have been he, – he had success with what he had. I do think we would have moved on from 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 uh, from Donald and tried to get yeah. somebody else in here. But uh, I think most of the offensive personnel would have been the same. Uh, and, yeah, I think we just we would have tried to get a quarterback. I don't think we would have been as aggressive. You know what I mean? So it's a good yeah, question. Well, well, yeah, that's, that's really all I have, man. I, I, like I just said, as a Panthers fan, I'm trying to be as patient as possible, man. I think it's – I, I was telling my buddy this. We, we've been spoiled, man, for for a new organization that's really only yeah. you know barely thirty years old, almost thirty years old. We've had a lot of success, man. So when we yeah. have these down and out seasons, we're not used to this, man. So we've been spoiled, and I I don't, I don't think a lot of fans realize this. You know, the the, the Lions, the Jaguars, the Browns, <laughs> those franchises have been atrocious for years. So I think we also got to you know look at that, you know, through that window, but. Yeah. Until then, you know, I'll sit back and keep waiting. Yep, I feel that. I'm not going, I'm not going anywhere. Right. I'm, not, I'm not jumping ship. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. It's tough sometimes, though. Uh, yep. All right, let me get let me get to the next guy. All right, bro. All right. Yep. All right, Hollywood Gaming, man. What's good, bro? What's up, Rashad? Hey, I'm couple things real man. quick because uh, you mostly hit on everything. Um, I just want to reiterate points of patience. Um, being um, this was uh. Brand new quarterback, new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. You know the turnaround was was a lot as as far as the staff is concerned, right? And then I want to get on the O line real quick. It's not like the O line all of a sudden in one off season forgot how to play football. You know what I mean? You have to look at things like the scheme. We were successful at the end of last year running running a power scheme. Mm-hmm. This year we're running a a zone run type of scheme. You know, it's it's factors like that that does make a difference in 
how well your team is doing. I don't know if if Frank actually looked at the film from last year, but our guys was moving, you yeah. know. And I want to uh, talk about real quick uh, the fan base ready to get off of it. All right. I understand it, what everybody's saying. But based on what we've been doing these last couple of years, it's just not the logical thing to me. If you're going to move off of it, you got to move off the coach too. You got to bring in both guys at the same time. Facts. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, no, I, we, I completely we can't, we can't, agree. We can't keep doing this every other year. Somebody else getting fired, whether it's coach or GM. Like they both yeah. got to be here. Um, yeah, yeah. I talked about that. I talked about that on a. I forgot what show. I think it was a Christmas Charlotte vibe on the pregame show. It's like when you go back, you can see so many missteps, and it goes yeah, back to yeah. when we when we when we fired uh, you know, Ron Rivera, right? Back when we fired Rivera, kept Herney, allowed Herney to pick the coach, then fired Her, uh, Herney, and then had the coach pick the G, the next GM. Now that that head coach to pick the GM gets fired. And then the new GM gets to, like nah, like stop it, like it's been yo, you gotta, yeah, you gotta cut the like rip the bandaid off, start from scratch, and then I, I mean, r- the reality is though, it's still gonna be problematic because you still have a quarterback, right? Perfect. Until that, until that ho- coaching staff and new regime gets the guy <laughs> they want, they can't be, they can't be nailed to the cross. Because they working with a quarterback that they did not choose. They didn't have. That's why. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. So it's it's, bro. It, it, right now, no matter which way you pull, you no matter which way you kind of swing the pendulum, bro. We we done for the at least the next three years unless we see success. Oh, yeah. we, what we have right now between a rock and a hard spot because not yep. only and I want to talk about Thursday real quick and I'm gonna get off. Yeah, um, it's not it's not a matter of if we lose, it's it's when we lose, you know. Yeah. And and was I heard on the radio they was asking like what are the chances that we win or lose or whatever. And I I, I, t- I texted into the radio station this morning. I said it's a negative twenty percent. Zero percent chance we win and it's a negative twenty percent chance we uh addition to that because they have our excuse me, they have our pick. <laughs> you know. Right. It, it makes it worse. It really does. But that's all I got to say. Appreciate you. Hey, man. Appreciate you, bro. Oops. All right, Jay Simp, what's good, man? Hey, what's up, bro? Um, it's the same conversation we've been having for weeks, right? Yep. So for me, at this point, I want to address a few things. So one, getting rid of Scott. Um, I kind of agree. I don't know that – I. I, I guess to some degree, like it's just a performance thing, and you just gotta get rid of them if you feel like the roster is just not up to snuff. But on the other hand, it's like, what did you expect from a GM that you originally did not even give roster control to? Like some of the decisions in terms of the lack of roster depth are really due to even dating back to the the rule era. So you didn't give them roster control, and now you're mad that the roster doesn't isn't up to snuff. He's had roster for control for a year, one year. Yeah. So yeah. I don't even know how to judge Scott is my thing. Yeah, I, I agree with that real quick. I, I completely agree with that. And I'm listen, nobody's cape for Scott Fitter more than me, right? Because I've been saying that same point for a while. But all right, so we that while true, when you go and take a look at some of the acquisitions that were brought in this year, like a Miles Sanders making him the highest paid running back this offseason. And he yep. gets surpassed by Chuba. DJ yep. Chart, you brought him in, not working out. Hayden Hurst, <clears throat> not working out. There's a, a laundry list of folks that 
a lot of this class the trades to me are some of the more egregious moves but i feel again it, it it's going it's just going to be a broken sound record until we can change this but some of that was just impatience and it was due to the fact that yeah. we had an owner asking for all these things wanting to win now not wanting to be patient at every single turn we've we've been telling ourselves we're a playoff team we're not a playoff team if you just gave a blind resume and said this team this team has a rookie quarterback a new head coach a new defensive coordinator uh new position coaches all over the field would you tell me that that team is a playoff team yeah no, you wouldn't expect it. Like if it happened, it's great, but you wouldn't expect it. But then when it's us, it's like, oh, we expected to be in the playoffs this year, just because we had we played in a bad division. Yeah, that doesn't make I know, any well, I never, sense. I never agree with that, but yeah. No, but I, you get what I'm that, saying. That was the Dave thing. That was the that was still the expectation for whatever reason. Um. So so and and then just lastly, I know you got a lot of people on. I guess we just have to figure out what can we fix and what can we fix now, or at least get better. I've never seen an offensive line regress this much in a season. It's, it's jarring. And I do think some of that is the scheme. Um, I'm just not sure. I, even, even though they're switching to a zone scheme, like I've never seen that big of a difference yeah. as we had, like, cause we have four out of five starters playing. Yeah. It's not like we're decimated yeah. on injuries, got backup left tackle, backup right tackle, and you could point to very obvious things of why things aren't working. It's four out of the five same guys. And some of it's like, okay, like we knew what we were getting icky in terms of like he's going to be good in the run game, bad, like iffy in the pass game. So we just got to really figure out like what is it going to be that's going to help these guys right now. Yeah. So that's yeah, really that, man. No, that's a that's a great point, man. I, I, and I, again, I it goes back to what I think Hollywood was saying is that then you said it too with the scheme and it, the like what 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 worked last year, but we, we were a dominant run team. Like it wasn't like well, it wasn't just like we were good. Like we were a dominant run top first of the team. Top of the league. Exactly. And for us to go from that to what we're seeing now and for them not to implement some of that into this to help what's going on is extremely frustrating. It's almost it's almost uh disrespectful to to the fan base to see what we saw last year and to have those guys drop off the way they have. It's like, bro, we kind of like we seen it. Like we seen it work. We right. saw it last year. But and then for, even though, like the same but even to a degree to defend the coaching to a, a degree it's like, bro, y'all are NFL players. You're going to tell me that a, a difference between a power run game and a zone run game or that y'all can't handle that i mean that if they don't if they, if they don't have the if they don't have the brain power to do it i mean power run just move the guy in front of you i mean just get those guys out the way like right. they can probably handle that but there's a thought probably you got to be smart yeah. to, to to understand the zones the zone concepts and maybe they're just not they they haven't mastered it yet and will they ever do it i don't know but when are you going to get the guys in here that can that's going to take multiple seasons to do. And right. that's the frustrating piece. And then the last so. thing you know, I would say is, you know, yes, preach patience. Like I, I've been upfront, like I wasn't a Bryce guy, but still like we yeah. shouldn't be trying to, you shouldn't be killing them. Yeah. Uh, anybody that's doing that, like, again, just because I was a Stroud guy doesn't mean, because if you put Stroud behind the same performance of the offensive line, then you're going to get the same result. So the idea, like it's frustrating to see CJ doing his thing in text in Houston, but just the idea that he's just going to come in here and magically fix things is just not something that is even logical. 
No. But that's all I got, bro. I'm going to let you get to all your right. other people. It's good to talk to you again. All right, man. Appreciate you. All right. Slam New. What's good, man? David Tepper, bad boy. That's all you got? Yes. All right, AJ, do something funny. AJ, what's good, man? What you get? <laughs> I don't know. That guy was an idiot. Yeah. Um, everyone's talking about patience. I don't have patience. I've been patient for the last eight years. Since what? Fifteen? I mean, seventeen. Seven. I mean, you can say seventeen, but we still weren't the half the team we were in fifteen that we were in seventeen. We haven't had success since then. I've been here since the start. And I, I think I'm more mad that we we're not able to patient when it counts and we wanna we wanna preach patience after the fact. Now that we're in this situation, now it's about being patient. Why couldn't we be patient during the draft instead of trying to trade away all of our leverage and all of our future on one guy when we could have stayed at nine? Traded back, maybe even traded up a few spots if somebody dropped. Instead of giving giving up pretty much everything we got, and now we got to look at the Bears probably go out pick up Drake May, Caleb Williams for free, maybe even get Marvin to pair with them. And now we're sitting here talking about what ifs. So I, I just don't have patience. Ain't about CJ Stroud. Ain't about anything else. It's about David Tepper being impatient and ruining everything for us because it all starts with him. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's tough. It's tough, bro. It's tough. It's it's really difficult out here, man. Like, I, I agree. Patience sucks. Uh, the the, the ha- mm-hmm. trying to have patience with this team, it sucks. Going to the games every week to see us lose sucks. Uh, to not see progression every week sucks. It's the same thing. We get up here and it's. Re- I, I'm gonna be completely transparent. Mm-hmm. I, I was telling Dave like we get up here every. Yo, it's hard. Yo, it's hard to get up it's here tough. every week to sit up here and talk about the Panthers, and we have nothing to be proud about, bro. Like it, uh-huh. it's hard. It's really difficult, bro. For real. I don't think y'all understand how hard. It, I mean, I, I we appreciate y'all watching us and coming up here every week, but it is difficult, bro. It's difficult to pot every week about a team that is not progressing. It's just not getting better. And I'm frustrated. I'm just as frustrated as y'all, man. It's some stuff that I say that that I say in private that I probably would never say on the pod about this team. Because I I I don't you know, I don't feel like dealing with some of the some of the backlash. But you know what I mean? It, it, it just is what it is, man. I'm with I mean, you. I'm with y'all, man. I mean, how how are you gonna expect a man that was just fired from his job to come in and, and change the team around? Like we Frank Wright got fired midseason for a reason. You can talk about quarterback woes in Indianapolis all you want, but the man was fired for a reason because he was not able to control that locker room. He lost the locker room. So how is he going to have this locker room? Yeah. We knew this was going to be tough going out, so why why not bring in a, a younger, more more future-focused you know, coach like a, a – like Orion's in Texas at Houston right now. Like, look at what he's doing. He can resound with the younger players that are coming out. I just, I think Reich is, he's too old school. He's too old school. He's not getting across to the players. He's losing the locker room. 
and uh, I, I think it's it's we can't get rid of Tepper, but at least we can probably get rid of and and Fit has been terrible with his trades. I don't give a shit what anybody says. The guy has been terrible. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, we let Ste- we we traded for Stefan midseason, let him walk for nothing. We traded for Henderson. I mean, that's that speaks for itself. I mean, I don't know what. The, and now, now with the Burns situation, what the fuck are we doing with that? You know, it's it's all shit show all around. It's just, I don't know. It is I hate to say kick the, I hate to say kick the can down the down the street and hope for next year, but I mean, what are we hoping for next year? We don't got a first round pick. You know, we're still no, looking at. Listen. Yeah, it's just I don't know, but. I'm gonna stop crying on this fucking thing and let y'all get back to talking to other people, though. No, nah, we good. You, I think you're the last person. You the last person, yo. Nah, it's all good, man. It's already getting kind of late. Let's y'all get out of here. All right, bro. Appreciate your call, man. Later, man. All right. All right. So with that said, man, it's good to hear from y'all, man. Um, listen, it's good to hear that y'all are as frustrated as I am. Um, it it just is what it is. Uh, but yeah. So hopefully we'll, we will be back live streaming on Thursday. Hopefully we have some better, uh, some some better, uh, you know, some progress. You know what I mean? And I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the roundtable, NFC South roundtable might be back tomorrow for a, re- a midseason. I have not seen the confirmation in the Twitter, in the Twitter DMs. But if they do decide to do it, you know, I'll be, I think I'll be here, should be here for it. So keep an eye on that midseason roundtable tomorrow we'll see we'll see what happens again I, I don't have the confirmation yet but we'll see all right um so with that said man we're getting up out of here man uh make sure you hit that like button subscribe button notification bell get in the comments let me know what's good all that good stuff holla at y'all on thursday for sure maybe tomorrow i don't know i'm out peace y'all have a good one guys queen city podcast